The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Sif Hyder, the founder of Hooray. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. Remember to subscribe. We drop new episodes every Tuesday. So see you then. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am divorced, not dead. I'm a former Bravo TV star and now former wife. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey. So buckle up. Welcome to another episode of Divorced Not Dead. And I'm beyond excited to have my friend and somebody I'm just so inspired by all the time, Patty Stanger. Welcome, millionaire. Hi, Carolyn. Hi, darling. How you doing? How are you? Living my best life currently. That's why I was so excited to speak to you because that is what you do. I mean, having done this podcast now for a while, I get asked all the time. I think people think I'm a therapist, matchmaker, God knows what, because, you know, but I always say this podcast is based on my opinions, my guests' opinions, nothing more than that. I'm not qualified as a therapist or a matchmaker, but I do think I might be good at it. Anyway, but I came to you because you are the best at it. So thank you. I was a huge fan of your show. What I loved about you um, watching you is the no bullshit. You Mm. weren't scared to sort of take these guys down a peg or two. And, you know, but at the same time, you really did marry off a lot of people. Oh yeah. But like you didn't see a lot of the marrying off on camera because we had one week to shoot a show. They literally got one date. Mitch Berger did marry and have a baby who's one of the famous football players. And he didn't want the girl that I fixed him up with. He wanted one of the other girls. And there was another client that wanted the same girl. So I had to like do a little matchmaker magic and like kind of separate them and go, we cannot have two men on the show dating the same girl because in edit, we have to cut to something. So I said, no, 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 Bambi's for you. And they ended up getting married, have kids. But there was a lot of those clients that came to me after the show because I only get a week. And then I trained them like Harold ended up marrying nurse Jamie and they had triplets. No, so if you ever go to nurse, ja- yeah, I got her fixed up. So you come on the show. Some of them paid me. Some of the girls, you know, obviously didn't, they didn't have any money. And there were millionaires in season four. We had a ton of millionaires in New York. It was one of the highest rated seasons ever. But the bottom line is, you know, I do this for a living. Like for 20 years, I've been doing this in LA. And then I worked at Great Expectations and then I worked for my mother. So it's like, you know, this is like my life's work. That's what I wanted yeah. to talk to you about. I think people know you from the show and your household name from the show, but you weren't born from the show. Right. Jeff, Jeff Lewis, you know, flipped houses and I matched people. And we had a specialty that Bravo wanted to put on the air because no one had seen the inside, you know, of baseball. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but Jeff's more of a docu-series where you saw his friends, his family, his life. I didn't let you see a lot of mine. Mine was a glimpse. 
you know, when I was with Dave and my ex, but most of it was a rap show. So we wrapped in an hour. You got one week an episode and that's all you got. That's all she wrote. And I had in 24 hours was real to come up with a mixer plan, which was not faked out. And the one credit I give to Bravo is they did not overproduce, make it so orchestrated that, you know, it was, it was fake. Like we weren't like reenacting shit. You weren't the Kardashians. It happened in real time, what you saw. And, you know, they selectively edit on everything. But if you brought it, they could use it. When people complain to me, they made me look at them like, well, then why did you say that? Like you had to really think. And when I'm in the zone, I forget the cameras are there. I'm kicking ass. I'm taking no prisoners. And that's how it was. Because you're you know? doing this day to day anyway. I mean, I'm here, Patty pitch myself because frankly I think we'd be an amazing team so I'm oh my god we, do you want to talk about what we're, what we're doing can we talk about well it? I was going to pitch myself okay. on the show okay I think I need to be part of your team I'm fascinated and I I really what I love about what I do here is that I feel that I help people sort of get back on their feet and once they've got back on their feet and they've got their ball yeah. I feel like I should just feed them to you so Carolyn came to me and she's like all these Europeans, all these Dubaians, I love that word, Dubaians, can't find love. And we've had interests in Dubai, whether it's one wife or 10 wives. You know, we had interests where Middle Eastern countries, especially like Israel and Saudi Arabia, come to me and they're like, you know, can you help me? And we never found a partner over there because I said, it's not just about throw me a bunch of money. It's about, can I find a matchmaker who really knows the people who can really help them and cares in these countries? Because I don't just go into business with anyone. And you came to me and said, can we do this together? And we're going to launch our new business. So everything's going to be great. We're already in the midst of it. So if you really want to be part of this bandwagon, you want to be a client, have you know a paying client, or you want to be a dater, come on in the water's fine at millionairesclub123.com. Because Carolyn's ready to go. She's ready to go. We, and our vice president is on the game, Erica. Yeah. So Erica, you can DM me, guys, um, if you want to get in. Early, because you're going to have a waiting list. I will say this. We are a boutique agency. We are extremely exclusive. We do not take everyone. We will refer you out if you're not a candidate. And when it comes to paying clients, you know, like I deal with major people that you would see in the news, we are so hands-on, 24-7, you know, concierge service. You call us at any time, two o'clock in the morning, I'll pick up the phone. I just did this the other night with someone in another country and he, you know, he was crying about his ex and I got him off the ledge and then he went back into the dating pool. No other agency does this. We've never been sued, knock on wood. And the one thing that's great about it is we get you results. We find you the one. Well, I went to Patty because I was like, look, I want to do this. And I was going to do something where it was handpicked. And what I like about Patty is pretty much, you know, as I said, she's no bullshit. And I know I could do this with her, but we both said the same thing, you know, like only come to us if you're serious. If you want a cheap date, get on Tinder. So Patty, if someone was coming to you or to us now, what is the criteria? How do you, because, you know, people get divorced and I always think, you know, you don't want to go straight into dating. You need to sort of like, look, when you're separated, you want to date someone separated because if you date someone divorced, you are a transition person to them. And what happens is there's a different level of tipping your toe in or jumping in the water and separated needs to tip their toe in that can, they can still date, but there's a specific type of person you fix them up with gay or straight pansexual, bi-fluid, whatever it is, you still can't just go full force, right? And divorced people are the best kept secret in dating. Nobody believes me when I say this. Look, if you get a 50-year-old man who's never been married 
and he has no children and you get a divorced man who's raised two kids and sent them to college, who's going to be the better guy? Who's going to commit? Who's going to love and cherish you? The divorced guy, not the weirdo who couldn't commit for 50 fucking years. So excuse my French for those who have children in the room. Um, and the bottom line is, is that I will tell you who's good and who's bad. There is a psychic intuitive ability I have. I do train my staff with this little, I have a whole system, a whole inner workings, which is like our trade secrets. And I teach people how to read energy because that's what I did on the show. You saw me read energy. They sit in the hot seat. I figure out like Claudia, if you watch Claudia Jordan's episode, a million dollar matchmaker and we, it'll blow your mind because I literally knew she was raped and her father ignored her telling her in, in college she was raped. And I will go through this process and she's like, how did you know that? And it's because I'm reading your energy and I can see something's wrong with you. So when we fix the barrier of why you keep attracting the wrong person or why you're blocked and why you don't have it, that's like the therapy part. You might need a makeover. Carolyn's really good with fashion, with beauty. She knows how to say, get rid of that haircut that you've got, change your hair color. You need to put blues and not greens on. Like you're good at that. Cause you know, I wanted your wardrobe for years. But the one thing that I will say is when you're fixing someone up, it is a very long, arduous process in most industries. In ours, we're fast. You get the person by the third date, and it's usually the one. You follow our rules, you're going to be one and done. You think you know better, you fight with the matchmaker like you see on TV, it's going to be a process. We do give you a whole package for 14 months. You get two months of freeze like you do in a gym. You could freeze the membership at any time. But it is a, it is a hands-on job. It's not for the faint of heart. It's a lot of fucking work. Uh, we believe in what we do. And as we say, you know, it's a calling. It's not a job. It's a calling. We're like nuns. We were sent from heaven as Cupid, our little master up there, our little angel. And we are on earth doing God's work, but nobody really understands it. Yes. Do I specialize in millionaires? Yeah. Cause they're pains in the fucking asses and they need to be taken down a peg. I've just got divorced. I come to you. I pay you my money. I say, Patty, I want baseball player for a husband. Well, you could probably get one because you're Carolyn Stansbury, but <laughs> let's say you're, you know, Sheila from, you know, the sticks, it may not be possible. You might get a, a guy in the minors versus the guy, you know, in the big show. Now here's the thing. Every case is different. It's like snowflakes. No two people are alike, but here's the thing. Is it like you want the image of the baseball player? Like what, when you break down love is love image and social media, is it Instagram? Because what if I took your Instagram away from you, Carolyn, which you would die? And I said, you can't <laughs> Instagram is already. over. <laughs> Instagram is over, Carolyn. We're going to get real on what you love and what you really want. And we're going to go deep because what really makes Carolyn happy? You know, like if I took JLo out of the entertainment business, she would pass out and wither away and die in Antarctica. You know what I mean? Like we have to break down what really makes you go. And it goes back to childhood. There are cleaning of the cobwebs that I have to do from childhood and even past lives because I'm a big believer in past lives and reincarnation. And when I get to that place, I'm going to fix you up. You're going to tell me what you want. And a lot of times I'll give you what you want, but then you'll learn three dates in not what you want. The baseball player's a narcissist. The baseball player's never around. He's on the road. The baseball player doesn't nurture me. So what you think you want may not actually be what you really want. That's the secret of a true matchmaker. So when you look at somebody else like that, do you look at yourself like that, Patty? Oh, here we go. Well, I knew she was going to leave. Okay, now you need to match me. There we go. So I'm single for the last two years and I made a mistake 
where for seven years, which y'all know David from the show, I broke up with him two and a half years in. He wasn't my level financially. My biggest problem is I came from a successful household, but my dad lost his money and made his money. He was very unsteady. And I learned early not to depend on a man financially. So I went out, acquired my wealth, became successful. And then I couldn't find anyone I was sexually attracted to that had money. It wasn't like I was in the London school where you come from that little small community. And I had a lot of wealth to choose from. And so I find old cantankerous men I was not attracted to, you know, and then I find hot guys, you know, who are surfers and I couldn't get the connection. So I went out with David for seven years on again, off again, because of the sex. I'm addicted to sex, not security. Girls usually pick one side of the street or other. Very few people get the same both. Like that would be the Hollywood industry. So how are you going to fix that? Go and find an old guy that you don't find attractive? I had to work on myself. And then I go online and the frequency online is, you know, it's dating on the subway. It's a free for all. We've talked about this Tinder, Grindr, Bumble, whatever. And you're not meeting your equal. I went to college. I got a bachelor of fine arts. You know, I went, I grew up in Short Hills, New Jersey, which is like Beverly Hills of the East coast. Like I'm like, where's that guy? When I was growing up, I could have had that guy through a rock limit. They live next door to me, but I moved to California and Florida and I mean, slacker city. Cause everybody's working on a screenplay here and nobody has a job here. And then these women of a certain age over 40 in LA are complaining, these A-listers, like if you knew who called me saying, I can't find love, I can't find love, I can't find love, because they've risen to the top and the men are down here. And then those other men that are attractive and good looking with money want younger girls, want 25 year old models. So it was a disconnect. So now two years later, I was going to date, the pandemic starts. I started my dating regime in Florida with Jill, Zara, my best friend. I went to go stay with her and She's like, you got to get out in, in, in South Florida because I grew up there. I went to college there. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is great. And just as I'm getting started, the pandemic hits. I get COVID. I go down for, for like a month and a half. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm back in the dating scene and we're at a standstill. So now we've been out since June 15th, I think it's been, where LA's open and everything. And I'm like, oh, great. I can travel. I can meet someone. I go back on the apps. It's low frequency. I don't date my clients. That is a lawsuit waiting to happen. Like you will never know. And there's been nobody like fantastic that I've gone. You're the one don't join. Take me that. No. And cause I see right through them. So I see the dark side. So now I'm ready to date. Now I'm ready to get out there and I need my matchmaker. But what have you learned about yourself? How does that make an older rich guy attractive to you now? I like guys around my own age. So I like the 50s, a little bit of the 60s and late 40s. I'm open, like 48 and up. You know what I mean? I'm fine. A lot of the problem in the 60s, which I wish you get into, is they can't get it up. Oh my God, someone else just told me about this yesterday. I mean, we're, we're going to talk about this. Now, this is a really big problem. So how do I know this? Because I fix people up all day long. So a guy comes to me, very famous A-lister. And he says to me two weeks ago, he was nice on the first phone call. He was in Chicago and mean on the second call. Very wealthy, very famous. And he says to me, Patty, I'd like to take you out, but I have a, I have a problem. What if we meet and the sex is just okay? It's not great. And the subtext is that his prostate is not working. Because who says that to someone? And I've always had guys that want to rip my clothes off and throw me on the bed. You know, I'm curvy, natural boob. Like those men love me, but athletes love me. Athletes, guys who are athletes. And I look at myself and I go, this dude can't get it up. Sure enough, I call my friend who introduced me. She says, yeah, he's got a problem. I said, well, I don't want that. I'm not looking for a cuddle. 
I'm looking for, you know. All that pills for this? So subtext is, why would a man bring it up in a second conversation? This means this is a serious problem. If he could take Cialis or Viagra, he wouldn't mention it. He wouldn't let another woman know. This is him reaching it. And then he got nasty when I said, how bad is the sex? <laughs> and he got nasty with me. And this is an A-lister you see in the news. And I thought, God, if the world only knew, if the world only knew. But, you know, you have to say to yourself, I love myself enough to not settle. And I don't mean a wish list of, of like ridiculous shit. You know, I'm not talking about like materialism, but to not settle and know myself enough to love. Like one of my issues is my ex had an anger problem. I will never go near anybody who has a temper. Now you watch the show and you think I have a temper. No, I don't. We know we had to do shit for ratings. Come on. But the bottom line is I'm very different in my personal life. I'm alpha at work and beta at home. And that's something nobody really gets because I'm a double Gemini. And I have two different levels and two different speeds. So you watch the show. You think you know me. Somebody sees the show, and I'm sure you get this too. And they go, if I date her, she's scary. She's this. She's that. I'm like, dude, I'm nothing like the show in, in my personal life. Like, you're just judging me like you would judge a character on television. It's really awful, you know? You're a full-on character too. Yeah, but I'm talking about in my personal life, when I'm with an alpha male, which was my ex was an alpha. He had financial problems, but he was an alpha. It, I get shocked like a kitten, like I purr. You know, I'm not a dog, woof, woof. I'm like, meow, meow, meow. And so he brings out that feminine me, the little girl in me that doesn't talk a lot. You know, like I'm a talker in business, but when I come home and I'm nesting, I don't talk that much. In fact, the first day I didn't talk at all. And he said, where's that quiet girl that uh, I met on the first day? Because <laughs> I really was silent. I was just letting him, you know, do a shit, which is, by the way, the best thing a woman can do on a first date. If you want to know what to do, you drink, you smile, you ask a few questions, you sit back, you don't chat, and you watch him blow up. Because when he blows up and he does good, he feels good. When he feels good, he thinks you made him feel good. That's psych 101 in dating. You must be very scary to go on a date with Patty. I mean, no, I went on a date last week. The guy didn't look anything like his picture. He has a very famous job in Hollywood. I was super excited. And he walks into the restaurant at Ivy at the Shore and he looks like the grandfather of the person who sent me the picture. And I'm like, I was like, damn it. Because I wanted somebody in my industry that I could, you know, converse with. It's fun that way. You come back at Dave's work, you want to talk. I don't want to talk to the computer software guy. I would be like glazed over. And the other thing is I'm really, I'm a real nurturer. I'm a real giver. I love to cook. I love to nest. I'm kind of a homebody. I don't travel like you're a wanderer. You love to travel every city, every Tuesday. I'm more of like, I like to stay put. I like to get in nature. I walk the beach four times a week. Like I, cause I live across the street from it. I like to nest. So when that tycoon gets off his plane, and he wants to chill out on that chick. I still, I still travel with him, but I love to cook. You know, like there's things like that. The other thing I think is that as we age, we know ourselves way more. So we're like, we know what to say no, no to. When we're 20, we're like, okay, let's try it. Let's see what happens. We don't have any more time left to go. Let's see what happens. So on a call, you can know in 10 seconds, whether that dater, guy, girl, gay, straight is right for you. 
but people ignore the signals. Well, you're very kind. I see it as a friendship person too. You're a very kind and giving person. I mean, it was interesting when I reached out to you, you were like saying to me, you know, if we did this, you know, I, I, I'll be behind the scenes. You go forward. I don't give a shit. So, you know, I think that's mm-hmm. come with age. You know, you're like, I've done my fame thing. You know, I'm, I'm just happy working. So, and you know, that's interesting because I don't think people would necessarily get that of you, you know, and, and they don't see this side of you. And it is a softer side, it's a, you know, because you are a ball breaker too. Um, but you're a ball breaker with a heart. And uh, you, you know, we will find the right guy. We will. You, you won't find the guy until you were ready. And now you're ready. And I think that that's, you know, that's a very comfortable place to be. I think we all have to go through these times. You know, I'm sure you were there when I met Sergio. So in a ma- matchmaker's way, he's probably wildly inappropriate. You know, will he get to get me till I die? Maybe not. You don't know how old the soul Sergio is. Oh my God. He was a 20, he's a 27 year old that's been working professionally since he was 12. He was a soccer player. So he's, you know, he was professional at 15. Sorry, started at 12 at Real Madrid. You know, the guy has traveled. But anyway, I'm not, you know. But the point, the point I'm making is if a woman is watching this, thinking about dating someone younger or has someone younger and feels embarrassed or feels like it's not going to go the distance, you don't know what you're going to learn from that person that will either get you to the next person or you write it out till you die. Who is anyone to say this won't work? Yes, Demi and Ashton was one of anomalies and it was a lot more crazy behind the scenes than just an age difference. You know what I mean? Like I knew he was going to die. He was marrying me. I even said it on Access Hollywood and people tell me I was crazy. But, but if you look at Demi and Ashton as like the prototype, it won't work. Yet you look at a million marriages like George, who is married forever and has twins, and they're the same age difference, then you're looking at this wrong. For every relationship that ends, there's one that's continuing, like John Collins. So like- Maxwell Caulfield. Oh my God, that was one of the biggest ones. The biggest one. They are, wait, Patty, they're really good friends with my dad. Like they were at my house two weeks ago. I love them. And they've been listening to my podcast and I'm obsessed. I completely forgot. Do you remember how hot he was? Yes. Oh my God, he was so- he was stunning. 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 And so was mm-hmm. she. And, and like, you know, and then but there's a million of they're them. So like in that. Love. And we have they're so in love and still together. Never excommunicate someone out because of age. Like instead of look at it, like what do they bring to the table? Can they afford to take you out? They're broke. It's not going to work. But if they're pulling their weight, why not go for it? I'm, I'm so open-minded right now. You have no idea. Now, another thing, so, you know, going back to dating. So I've come out of a relationship. I decide I want to join um, the agency. You know, I'm in my 40s. I've got, you know, kids. How do you set about finding me, the, not me personally, the fictional me? If you're paying and you're a client, yes. you get a matchmaker. Yeah. There's different levels of matchmaker, different programs on millionairesclub123.com. So you would go to millionairesclub123.com. You'd fill out the application. A matchmaker would call you, have a, have a like a, one-on-one FaceTime. Obviously we're in the age of COVID and stuff. So we're being very clean with our time. If you're, if you're local and she can meet you, you know, we're open and in, whether it's Austin, Dallas, and by the way, we're international. So we're in Canada, the UK, Australia, and uh, all those countries, but you're going to be expanding it. So let's say the matchmaker meets you on zoom, like we're doing right now. She's going to do a one-on-one intake, like just like a therapist. You're going to figure out what you're looking for. She's going to understand. Then you're going to fill out an application and then we're going to send you a list of people we think would be perfect for you. And you'll see pictures and information, very detailed. You just won't see the last name or the telephone number. 
Once you decide you like them, you put them in chronological order and the matchmaker goes over each person with you. And she knows everything from his last girlfriend to his mother's story to the father's story. She knows everything. And then you pay the fee, you wire transfer the money. We don't take credit cards. Money's up front. You wire the fee. And that day that the wire comes in, you're getting your match. It activates immediately. So you can either wait and say, look, I'm traveling for two weeks. I'm taking a break. Can we start in a month? But those girls or guys that you pick go on hold to you, go on hold to you. And they don't date anyone else but you. So they don't, we don't put one girl on a date with five guys. No one competes in my agency. And then we go from there. And then you can redefine it. You go, look, I love John, but he's kind of a slacker. I really want more successful guy. Oh, I love Steve. He's a little short for me. Oh, I love, you know, Mark, but he doesn't live near me. Like you can redefine the process as you go because your matchmaker is not only your matchmaker, she's your therapist. She's your coach. She's going to make sure you win. Our statistics show us with a 99% success rate and we, and your average date by the average date is three dates and you find the one. That's amazing. Three dates and we're one and done. Now, if you hesitate or you don't call us back with how the date go, because you have to let it, you have to write us and tell us how the date goes. We, you can call us, but most of the time we make you write it on email. You don't check in, you disappear, you get drunk, you go in a stupor, you go to Vegas, it ain't going to work. If you're a kid and your trust fund, and you're just like, I want to play. I'm going to give you a girl that wants to play. So if you want to get married, there's a girl that wants to get married. You want to just date out of fresh of a divorce. There's a girl that does that. So for every level that you are, you're going to get a level of the person that matches your frequency, which most people in the agencies don't do. No other matchmaker does what I do. I make sure that you're not going to waste your time. I hate time wasters. I hate it in business and I hate it in my personal life. So I am never going to waste your time. And you can call us anytime you want, by the way. That's another thing. How many people do you have on the database? We have about 200,000, but we get new ones every single day. So it grows every week. Like if I do this with you, then my thing goes up. Like I'm on Clubhouse Tuesday night, 7 to 9 PST. And it's called the Manifesting Your Soulmate. Every time we're on Clubhouse, Instagram, Twitter, all of them connect. And we're getting on Spaces and Soundbites and Spotify. We're doing that too. We're going to have like one multi-platform. When I do that, it goes up. When, I, when my show airs, it goes up. And it's in 200 countries on the back end. When I appear on, I was on Tamron Hall a few, about a month back. Every time I do it, the gates go up. Five friends tell five friends, the gates go up. So we are constantly getting new people. We are never out of people. That's the one thing. Now, we also have recruiters on the ground. You're a specific type of person. You want a specific type of man. You've seen someone in the news you want me to contact. You've seen a celebrity you want me to contact, provided they're right. I will do that, but I have recruiters on the ground that also look for what you're looking for. So I just don't do my database. I go outside the system, which most people don't do. Most people just stick with what they have. The other thing I found quite interesting is what you said to me the other day was um, once you set someone up and when they're happy, you never hear from them again, which I find fascinating. I would be kissing your ass for the rest of my life. I think you're a giant beacon of hope for people, Patty. And I think you bring a lot of joy to people's lives. Thank you, Patty. First of all, I, I'm fascinated and I just think it's with COVID, what you do and what we're about to do uh -huh. is so relevant and so important to people right now, because I do feel that people have lost the human touch 
and lost yes. the way of being able yeah. to, you know, there's yeah. to go to, but there aren't any bars right now anyway. Well, first of all, even at the, even though we're open and I asked a few people in other cities, no one's going to the bar and standing there. They're getting dinner and they're leaving. So it's kind of hard to meet someone. Plus we're out of touch anyway. For the last three years, we've been on these stupid smartphones and we're addicted to the phone. And we're thinking that the phone is really the husband, the wife. We're socializing like that instead of the human connection of taste, touch, smell. Without senses, you will not be able to judge. Like the first step is you get on the phone, you like his or her voice, then you go to a FaceTime date. And then the third step is in person. I'm not going to roll out hair and makeup unless I know you and I are going to hit it off. And without the senses, you can't judge. So I hear these kids going, well, I'm dating this guy that I've never met. I've been catfished. And I met a guy and he's not who I say he is. It took you six months to do that. Why don't you freaking meet them already? This is pre-pandemic. We've lost that. Hey, I met you at the grocery store. The, cute, the meat cute, like you see in the movies. You know, I dropped my oranges and you picked them up, shit. There's none of that going on. There's nobody walking around and asking girls out. Now, we are not to blame women. This is where the men come in. They are the problem. They have lost how to hunt and fish. It's free willy syndrome. I put free willy, the most ferocious killer whale in a tank. He hunts, he fishes. I put him in the tank. I feed him. I shave his teeth down. He lays like a fat cat in the water. He's miserable. He's depressed. I put him back in the ocean. I think he's going to join the pod, which is what free willy happened in Iceland. His pod rejects him because he's no longer an asset for the pod. He can't hunt the fish. He finds a little town off of Iceland. They feel sorry for him. They feed him. He gets sick of an inner ear disorder. There's no one to take care of him and he dies. If you are not hunting and fishing as a man, you now become feminine energy and you are a beta. Where are the alphas to ask the women out? So the women, the women become alpha. The women become alpha because of this. Yeah. And also they start getting aggressive. Well, you, you've got this problem. And then the other problem that I heard about yesterday, I was talking to a woman that uh, wrote the bling ring and she wrote something called uh, swiped. She was saying that on these these uh, apps right now, sexual assault is you know gone crazy, because obviously when you know in COVID there were no bars, there were no restaurants. So where do you have your date? You go straight to someone's house, and where normal guys might be a normal guy in normal life, you know, but because you're suddenly like dating and going straight to the house, they they think it's game on. You know, it's not like going for a drink. They think they're going to get action. And, you know, it's not just rape. It's like, you know, just some sort of sexual assault that you wouldn't normally have when you're in a public area and people are thinking, you know, we're going for dinner. That Here they're thinking you're going somewhere else. So, like, you guys actually put safety into dating, too. Oh, we put safety. We've screened them. We know everything. We haven't had any issues in 20 years with that. We've had, look, they're assholes, but I've made gentlemen out of them. I will tell you something that London is doing, and I'm very impressed by this. When you are in a sexual assault situation, you go to the bathroom, you call your 911, whatever it is in London. You can't speak because that person's in the other room. The information person will go, are you alone? Push one. Can you speak? Push two. And you can't speak. They go, Assistance is on its way. Stay put. We're getting your location. Just lock the door to the, wherever you are. Stay put. We don't have that in America. I think it was 5'5". Five, five. I saw this on TikTok. It was a Muslim woman beaten up. And I said, why the hell are we not doing this in America? Because you know how many times you can't speak, but you're like, help, help, help. 
You could be seriously injured and your throat is cut or something. And I just sat there going, oh my God, this is, this is amazing. But London is doing it. England's doing it. Yeah, it's fast. So there's something for that. Check it out on TikTok. It's all over the news on TikTok. But I will tell you that if you invite someone over, you do not know to your house. You are in the danger zone. So it's best to take a dog walk, go to the beach, a park, or if you can go to Starbucks, if it's open. You know, that was COVID. Now COVID you don't, is over. So we can all go at. That's why I really, really, really believe in, in what you're doing. And I believe in what you're doing more than ever, which is why I um, said I wanted to join forces with you. I think it's more relevant than ever. I think it's more important than ever. I think, you know, that people need lessons in love. But you're right. We've become so addicted and so... Um, disconnected from from disconnected thank you patty this has been so much okay i love you by the way so can i promote a couple things so i'm wearing my new t-shirts which is limited edition this is the penis <laughs> by the way you can go to my associate tab in my instagram for all my products there's tons of back-end products these are limited edition we made a bunch of them but we have a big merch coming out at the end of in the next couple of months this is just like a limited thing that i did to test it so it's on my associate tab if you want to join the club, obviously come in through Carolyn. I want you to DM her. And the second thing is we have two programs, which is called Attracting a Soulmate, Meditation, Subliminals, you know, sometimes your mindset. Maybe we could do some sort of code, Patty, for the, to, the people to put a night that I can put up here. Just do Patty, P-T-T-I, and that's the code. That's it. You're going to get a discount anyway. But Attracting a Soulmate I'm using right now, which is to change your mindset, to believe you can bring love into your life. It's subliminals and it draws it to you. People are using it. Testimony after testimony, they found their mate. The second one is a single girl's handbook. You don't know how to date. You're back in the game. You're screwing up. I got the rules laid out for you. And they're both audio. So you don't even have to read anything. But it's in my tab. And the next month I'll come back on because I'm doing a million, the book, my book is coming out called The Millionaire Expert, where I teach you, if you're an expert in your field, how to become a millionaire from it. I made a million dollars in my underwear in front of my computer in my first year in business. The bank called and said, you need to invest. I'm like, huh? I like didn't know anything. And so I teach people what I did. We teach them how to get a TV show, how to brand yourself, how to get a book deal, how to sell merch, e-commerce, like things like that. We teach them everything. And there are experts in the field that teach people this. And I, I actually have a roster of people you go to. So it's going to be fun. We're going into the business community. I'm signing up. I'm not very good at that side. Yes. You can help yeah. me the rest. Yeah. You're really, what are you talking about? You're no, so I'm not. This shit. Everything you do. You, well, I think you are. Cause every time I've seen you, you know, you're amazing with something new going on. But the one thing you need to teach is how to socialize. You need to teach people how to socialize because they are fucked up right now. They no, don't have to socialize. They're, they're, they're too guarded. I'm going to bring you on my clubhouse one day. We had Eden Sassoon the other day and we had Marlena Rodriguez, the comedian. Like, they're all like, I don't know how to find love. I don't know how to talk to anyone. I don't know how to ask. Me. No one's asking me out. I'll do that one. I'll help you do um, socializing with Okay, people. good. Patty, you've been amazing. Yeah. But so we're going to open this Millionaire's Club Dubai. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to pass on at the end of this, I'll pass on Patty's um, details for all her um, books, her merch, um, how to join the club. We'll put it all below and um, hopefully we can find it. We're going to give you a discount we'll give you a code, discount code, discount code um, which I'll put at the bottom of this. And hopefully we can um, help you all out there. So really excited. Patty, you're amazing. I love you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. 
tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at, at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind-the-scene action. 